Blog Talk Radio. want to welcome everyone to the Process 319 Unleashed with Dawn Marie. I am so glad that you have joined me this morning. I hope everyone is having a great day. Hey, I need you to hold on to your seats this morning, ladies and gentlemen, because we have a fabulous, fantastic, powerful, awesome guest on our show this morning. Her name is Terry Mitchell sins and she is definitely going to bless you she's going to give you great insight for your life for your marriage as being a woman and so much more terry are you on the line this morning welcome to the show yes i am good morning everyone awesome well i'm going to tell you a little bit about terry uh ladies and gentlemen she's an awesome speaker she's written a book she uh, she runs several uh, different groups on for women and for marriages online. She's going to tell you more about that. I also want you to stay tuned because she's going to tell you a lot about the upcoming marriage workshop that she has, she and her husband are doing in, uh, in San Diego this in a few weeks. And she also has the Uncover Girl Conference that is going to be that will happen in April of this year also as this year as well. Terry has been through a lot in her life and she has used those experiences to help women to take their pain, to take their tragedy and to turn it into a place of triumph. She was born in Hollywood, California. She is married to Jeff Sims and they have several children and grandchildren. She's also an ordained pastor, and uh, and she runs a group called Rib Tips on Facebook. So we're going to jump right in this morning, and we're going to begin to talk to Terry, and she's going to give us some goodness. So, Terry, tell us about your um, the marriage workshops coming up, and then I want people to know about the, the Rib Tips. Tell us about how your husband and you began to create this workshop for for marriages. Okay. Well, our marriage workshop is Valentine's weekend, and it is on a, a Friday evening from 630 to 930, and then Saturday we have the workshop beginning at 830, and we'll go to 230. And then we're coming back that night for a formal dinner. A formal dinner, we'll have dancing, a formal catered dinner, and this is going to be a good time. We actually um, have been doing marriage ministry for about 10 years. We have a passion for marriage because our marriage was once so broken. And we got some training. We got our training from um, Bethel Church up in Redding, California, and after we went to a couple of their week-long conferences, we just realized that, hey, we have a passion for marriage as well. Well, that's interesting. So you mentioned that um, your marriage with Jeff went through some lumps and some bumps, but you're still married. So what do you think are some of the challenges that are facing marriages today? Um, 
I think the some of the main challenges are I think communication is a huge issue. And um, when we sit in front of couples and we counsel couples, they always say, oh, there's no communication. Mm -hmm. And my answer to them is, no, there's communication. It's just not effective communication Um, because we're always communicating, whether it's verbal or not. We're constantly communicating. And so I think communication is a huge, huge part of it. So you say that we're not communicating. I definitely know what you mean by that. I've been through my counseling before and you're talking to someone and they're, it's like they're hearing two different things. Why is that? Because you have to find a way to communicate in a way in which, in which your spouse understands. Oftentimes we communicate in ways that we understand and we may as well be speaking Chinese to the other person because they just don't get it. It's, it's just like um, speaking your spouse's love language. If I start speaking my love language to my spouse, it really, it really is not going to go too far because that's not his love language. It's the same with any sort of communication. I have to communicate with him in a way in which I know that he understands. That makes really good sense. So in your experience in working with couples, what would you say is one of the other greatest misunderstandings that men have about women, women have about men, or what is their greatest misunderstanding about marriage in general? Number one, I think we come into marriage with preconceived ideas, and oftentimes we put a lot of weight on our partner to to make us happy. You know, this is our knight in shining armor, or this is the one who's going to complete me. This is my rib. When our actuality we should come into the marriage complete, and it's not your spouse's job to make you happy. Happiness is an inside job, and I think we put so much weight on our spouse to fix us, and that's mm-hmm. the mystery mm-hmm. in marriage. That's why the Bible tells us the two shall become one. It's not two halves becoming one. It's two whole people merging into one. I, I completely agree. I think that people forget that when when God said, let us create man in our image, male and female. He created them and then gave the charge of the dominion. They both had equal charge. They both had equal dominion. And you can't have that if you're not a whole person. So I definitely agree with that. So let's talk about brokenness for a minute. What do you think are the, um, maybe can you give us three or five areas where most women are broken, and then three to five areas where most men are broken? Um, Well, speaking from experience, I I can say that I think childhood trauma and abuse, that's Mm -hmm. huge, and oftentimes we come into marriage with it, and we hide it. We we don't come in fully disclosing the things that we've gone through, especially the shameful things. Or things that we perceive as negative about ourselves. And so we don't come in being vulnerable and transparent. I think that's major. And I think the sexual abuse piece is huge on both the male and female side. And oftentimes men that have been abused, they will not admit it and they will hide it because they think it's some sort of slight to their manhood if they admit that. Mm-hmm. But it Can comes get- out. It comes out. I agree. So can you give us some 
symptoms? What does it look like? Because too often we talk in these grand esoteric pictures, but we don't know, well, how can I identify that? Can you give us some examples? Um, for me, for myself, it, it played out in rage. I was always angry, and I had all these triggers, you know, <laughs> just all over the place. I was exploding all over the place. And, it, you know, you say one thing or I hear something or smell something, and I was often triggered. But my, my, it would always come out in anger. Oftentimes when men are, um, have a lot of affairs and they're serial cheaters, oftentimes they've been abused. And it's them trying to prove something to themselves about their manhood. That's why they cheat so much. And so mm-hmm. it plays mm-hmm. out in different ways. A lot of lying, um, lots of addictive behaviors. You know, it, it just plays out in all sorts of ways. Overindulgence, overindulging your kids, things like that. That's very good. So, you know, ladies and gentlemen, think about that. Do you ever experience rejection? Are you allowing fear to cause you to stay in situations that you shouldn't be in? Are you feeling obligated? Is something obligating you when you're when the red flags and the sirens are going off? Would you say also say that's a, an effective way of describing some of those manifestations of the the uh, the pain uh, of the past that are affect that that affects relationships? Oh, most definitely, most definitely. And oftentimes, we as women, we will see the red flags in the dating process. But we think once we come together and get married, we can fix him. That's a huge misconception. And it's it's a lie that we tell ourselves that, oh, you know, we water it down because what we want is the wedding. We want the wedding. We want the happily ever after. And as women, oftentimes, I think we don't understand that, listen, the wedding is just one day. Marriage is a lifetime. Can I live a lifetime with this person? Mm-hmm. And I think we mm-hmm. don't ask ourselves that. Oh, I agree uh, wholeheartedly. I was talking to a friend of mine uh, a couple years ago, and she made a statement that she thought that when she got married, her husband was going to automatically stop doing certain behaviors. And we both laughed <laughs> later like, why? You married him. So let's talk about that for a minute. One, how soon should we begin to deal with those red flags or those issues that we, because it's not the 95% that's good that people get divorced about. It's that 5% that people don't take time to go, can I live with this for the rest of my life? So my question then becomes, how do you draw that boundary when you see something before marriage that you don't like that you should address it? How would you... um address that in a relationship so that you can find out you're not going to quit, let's say, smoking or wearing pink polka dots. So should we make that a deal breaker? Are ultimatums wrong? I don't, I don't think ultimatums are wrong per se, especially in the dating process. That's why I'm a huge fan of premarital counseling, because if you have proper mm-hmm. premarital counseling, these things are going to come to the surface. I think that we all have a right to uh, to set our personal boundaries. Now, it's up to the other person to say, okay, this is a boundary that I can adhere to and I can agree with, or this is a boundary that is unacceptable for me. So I'm going to bow out gracefully, but I'm not going to change my boundary or lower my boundary to suit you. This is my personal boundary. I have sexual boundaries. I have all sorts of boundaries, and 
it's my responsibility to put them on the table. Then it's up to that other person to see if this is something they can work with. That's awesome. So to tell us, what do you, what will the people or your, um, those who are coming to the workshop, what do they have to look forward to? It is going to be such a time of healing and restoration. And it's like even if your marriage is not in a, a fragile place or if it's not broken, you can be happily married and you're still going to walk away from this workshop with something. We literally just facilitate it. We allow Holy Spirit to come in and just do what Holy Spirit does, and that's comfort, that's heal, that's deliver. And you can expect that when you come to this conference. We really touch every area of marriage. No couple gets embarrassed or uncovered. We just have a way of walking them through this process um, and still with their dignity attached. Attached, yeah. Well, well, you know, I've worked with you and Jeff, so I know I know what you guys do. And ladies and gentlemen, I highly, highly recommend that you go. Jeff and Terry have a unique ability. And even if you don't prescribe to, let's say, the Christian faith, but you're desperate and you just you want your marriage saved, I highly recommend that you attend. And what she said is definitely true, is the information that they provide in their marriage workshop is allowed um, – as you're going through it, it, it it gets tailored for you. You're going to draw out things with you and your you and your spouse. You're going to connect at a higher and a deeper level. There's something in it for everyone, and they allow interactive activities. You're not just going to get lectured to. The other question that I want to ask you, Terry, is what makes your workshop different? I think what makes my workshop different is because we're, number one, we're not talking about something we don't know. We are coming from a place of experience. Literally, we've gone through everything in marriage. And I think that um, it makes us a little different because we are so transparent and we don't mind being vulnerable and sharing our broken places and allowing other couples to come into that space. We We just come in naked and not ashamed. And I think that, that that is missing overall, you know, in the body. People don't want to admit, admit their shortcomings and their failures. We don't have a problem. We're not perfect people. And you, we still don't sit here with a perfect marriage. But we serve a perfect mm-hmm. God. That's awesome. Now, one thing that I, you know me, Terry, I have a major issue with is that I don't feel that in the Christian setting, that Christians deal properly with abuse, emotional abuse, physical abuse in marriage. So how would a woman know, hey, I want my marriage, but I'm going through emotional abuse. I'm going through physical abuse. My husband keeps gaslighting me. How would you, how does your program and your counseling work with people who are in those situations to keep them safe, but yet, still have an ability or a hope to work on their marriage? I think a big part of that is um, confrontation. Not all confrontation is bad. (laughs) And accountability. And oftentimes I hear the exact thing you said, and it comes from people who are married to leaders in the church. 
And women often suffer in silence because they don't want to uncover their spouse or they don't want to, you know, and so they feel trapped. But I believe in shining a light in every dark place. And so, first of all, my main, my main goal is to make sure the woman is safe, is that she's safe physically. And I, I don't advocate any form of abuse. And I feel like if you or your children are in an abusive situation, you need to get to a safe place. And then we can work through the issues. But the main thing is for you to be safe. And if that means you have to leave the home, then you have to leave the home. I, I, don't, I never advocate women staying in an abusive situation um, just for how it looks or just to, you know, cover him. No, no, I don't agree with that at all. So, yes, That's I do awesome. tell wives you need to leave. <laughs> And ladies and gentlemen, I want you to know, even husbands, I want you to know that Jeff and Terry have such a unique uh, relatability and just a way of connecting with people that allow you to feel safe and to still be able to walk through saving your marriage, even in abusive situations. Because would you also say, Terry, that sometimes people don't, especially in the emotional side, not that the physical we know is obvious, but on the emotional side that people don't always recognize that what they're doing is abusive to their spouse. Absolutely. That was going to be my next point. I don't think that a lot of people don't recognize it until they're called on it. I, we've counseled couples, and I've, I've, we've, in the middle of the session, I've turned to either one of them and said, you know what, that is abuse. That's abuse. That's emotional abuse, and it's not okay. Mm-hmm. People don't understand even the silent treatment is emotional abuse. Mm-hmm. So it can be something as mm-hmm. small as that. That's a big thing. The silent treatment is very much emotional abuse. Wow. I mean, I hope you guys are getting something out of this. I hope you're feeling empowered by what what Terry is sharing with you this morning because there's so much to cover. We, we can't get to everything. I want to quickly transition in our last 10 minutes, Terry. You also run the Uncover Girl, and I want you to talk a little bit about that and your heart with that in a moment. But, ladies and gentlemen, also go to Facebook and look for Rib Tips, R-I-B-B-S-T-I-P-P-S. Is that right, Terry? It's R-I-B-B-T-I-P-P-S. But if they go to my personal Facebook page, I just put all the links on there. Okay, the link to so go to her for a personal Facebook page, Terry Mitchell Sims. Go to the page, like the page. And if you want to know more about the bomb shelter, can you tell them a little bit about that, Terry? The bomb shelter is a group that we actually just started in uh, January 1st, and it's for married couples. And, you know, we just come in and give the couples a platform to come in. And, you know, we talk about all things marriage. There's no topic that's off limits. But it's clean and it's safe. You know, we don't allow profanity. We don't, you know, get vulgar. We're not in there constantly harping on side chicks and that sort of thing. It's just really a safe space to come in and with other couples. And, you know, we are building a familyhood. Definitely. And it's a good place, ladies and gentlemen, for men. You know, you have people, the, the, the issues are, talking about, are, are talked about. 
so you can learn something about your spouse by watching and listening the community of the information that's being shared on the bomb shelter. So I definitely recommend that everybody go. So again, on our last 10 minutes, can you tell us about the Uncover Girl and the Uncover Girl Conference that is happening yes. in April? Yes. I am so excited. Okay, Uncovered Girl is um, it's just so near and dear to my heart. The Uncovered Girl group is a group that I created for single women, but it's also for women who have suffered trauma and abuse because that, that's my story, you know, you know, uh, using child pornography at four years old, you know, raped at six years old, uh, lots of sexual abuse throughout my childhood, sex trafficked in my teens, so a lot of that. And so I just created this platform for women to come and be safe, to uncover, uncover the broken little girl that's on the inside um, in a safe space. Hold on. And a, Hold unco- on. <laughs> you mean to tell me you're laughing, smiling, ministering to other people, and you've been sex trafficked, raped, and, and uh, you've said something else, and you're still smiling? I mean, tell us Using about that. Using pornography at four years old, yes, I'm still smiling because um, God is so good, and he's able to heal, and he's able to deliver, and, you know, you don't have to just, you know, oh, I survive. You don't have to stop at surviving. You can be an overcomer, and I've overcome it. And what the enemy meant for evil, now God is using for good because I've ministered to literally thousands of women who have been abused. Wow. Wow. Well, I've been in the uncover group and man, you 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 go hard, Terry. You put some stuff in there. You make a person stand up and pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> and so, look, and so the other uncover girl women's conference is May 15th and 16th. Domery is usually in April. This is the first time it's in May. Okay. And so it's May 15th and 16th, and it's going to be in Vista, California. We have some dynamic speakers, and it, too, is a, just a time of healing, and it's a safe space to heal, and it's just going to be so good. I'm so excited about our Saturday night service at Uncovered Girl. That's our whiteout session. We're going to be in all white. It's going to be a strong deliverance session, and I'm excited about that. You know, I'm excited about. I mean, people sometimes get scared about deliverance. What can they feel? What can they learn oh. and know about it? Oh man, because I think that there's been a misconception, and we see, you know, people screaming and hollering, and you know, crawling on the floor, or <laughs> think about the exorcist and things like that. Um, you know what? It doesn't even. I'm not gonna say it doesn't take all that, but there's different streams that you know do different things. I feel like, you know, we don't have to, I don't have to even yell and scream at anything. Deliverance, I try to take deliverance daily. I'm like, God, deliver me daily. I take myself some deliverance. And it doesn't yeah. have to be loud and embarrassing and, you know, it does, it's not about that. It's you and it's Holy Spirit that does the work. Oftentimes That's we look awesome. for the external signs, but it's Holy Spirit doing an internal work. So they don't That's have to excellent. be scared. <laughs> And I and I wanted people to know that because, you know, when, when you're sick and tired of being sick and tired of where you are, are you ready to go to the next right. level? Do you want to transition in your life? Are you losing the weight you want to lose? Are you having the marriage you want to have? Are you achieving the business that you want to have? 
Well, too often there are things in your past that are holding you hostage, and you need to be delivered. And as Terry said, that could come through prayer. It could come through just being in an environment that says, I surrender all. Would you agree with that, Terry? Absolutely, absolutely. A lot, most, the majority of my deliverance took place in worship. It wasn't someone laying hands on me or me fasting or doing any of that. It took place in worship, just sitting in the Father's presence. And I got a lot of deliverance that way. The majority. Oh, of I it. agree. My my favorite scripture is Psalm fifty-one and one well, and one thirty-nine. Just deal with me. I don't need to go through all this extra deep stuff. Just let me submit and let me just deal with the heart of the Father. Ladies and gentlemen, many of you know that I'm a performance coach, I'm a life coach, I'm a speaker. What does all this have to do with your life? What does it have to do with that? In order for you to perform at your optimal uh, performance level, you have to be whole in body, spirit, and soul. You live in a body, you are a spirit, and your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. If any of those are out of whack, you are going to struggle at being at the next level. Would you would you agree with that, Terry? Definitely, most definitely. And I think that what we need to understand is that a lot of us, because of trauma, we have fracturing. We have things going on in our soul that need to be fixed. But because we can't see our soul, it doesn't get tended to. But we really, a lot of our, heal, if we healed our soul, it would catapult us into destiny. We would be able to apprehend a lot of things that we felt were unobtainable. And it, it's the, it's, our soul needs to be tended to. Definitely, definitely. You know, ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be a powerful moment. What I want Terry to do right now, Terry, we only have about three to four minutes left for the show. You mentioned the trauma. We talked about trauma in marriage. We talked about trauma or abandonment. What would you say? Today is February 4th, 2020. We're still just tapping into the new year. What would, what words of encouragement, what words of power can you give our audience today, both male and female? The words of power that I can say is, listen, God's grace is sufficient for you. Don't give up. Hold on. There's always hope. Don't lose heart. And God is real. His power is real. And God is for us. God wants us to succeed more than we want to succeed. And so if it's not what you're doing, it's not working, don't be afraid to step out and try something new. New, new. Talk about identity, Terry. It seems like a lot of times if people don't know who they are, the world will definitely, their family, their job, the news will tell them who they are. What do you say about identity? I say make sure you get your your identity in Christ. Make sure you know who you are in him first, regardless of your ethnicity, gender, background. Make sure your identity in Christ is firm. That's excellent. Now, hopefully next week when Terry and I are talking about doing the show again, having her husband on to give that male perspective because we all want that other side. Um, But hopefully we know we're going to have a lot of questions from people. Terry, go ahead and give the list of your website, of the Facebook pages that people can find and join and tell them a little bit about your book. Uncover Girl 
a book. I have two books, part one and part two, and it's kind of it's about it's it's my autobiography. It's about my life. And, you know, the things that I went through and how basically God walked me through the process. I um, Uncover Girl 3, part three will be the last book. It's a trilogy. So two are out. Um, and my websites are, you can actually go to, I have two. One is Pastor Terry Sims. You can find that and go to the page and like it. And the other one is Bone of My Bone Marriage Ministry. And you can like that and share it as well. And also, all of our links are on those pages. And Terry, Again, can you it's spell both, your name? Because he it is Terry, a little bit different. T-E-R-R-I-E, Terry, and then Sims is spelled with one M, S-I-M-S. Awesome, awesome. Well, everybody, I hope that you join uh, the the marriage work. Are there still spaces left for the marriage workshop? Yes, we have about ten spaces left, and we do have two sponsored spots. So if they can't afford the seventy five dollars, we do have two free spots available. Awesome, awesome. And, and um, they can just inbox me about that. Okay, excellent. And what about the um, Uncover Girl? Are tickets open for that? And are you doing vendors? I do have vendor spaces available. I do have the flyer on my page. And, yes, registration is open. All the information is on the flyer. I'll actually repost that flyer this morning so they can see it. But, yes, we have vendor spaces, and registration is open. It opened last week. Fantastic. Well, Terry, thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed the show. I hope you were blessed by what Terry had to say. I don't know about you, but I'm blessed. I'm excited. I'm ready to go out there and make it happen, Kathy. You know what they say. If you enjoyed the show, definitely go on my page, Dawn Marie Alexander Borsico, and like the page. Find the link and comment. Also, go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash the process 319. Make it a great day, guys, and keep seeking the